Welcome to episode 18 of Continuous Quality Compliance. Today I'm talking about Regulation 17, Governance. CQC's intention of this regulation is to make sure that providers have systems and processes that ensure they are able to meet other requirements in this part of the Health and Social Care Act. To meet this regulation, providers must have effective governance, including assurance and auditing systems or processes. These must assess, monitor and drive improvement in the quality and safety of the services provided, including the quality of the experience for people using the service. They are expecting the systems and processes to assess, monitor and mitigate any risks relating to the health, safety and welfare of people using services and others that include staff as well. Providers have to continually evaluate and seek to improve their governance and auditing practice. So this is around continuous improvement. They are also looking for providers to securely maintain accurate, complete and detailed records in respect of each person using the service and also the records relating to the employment of staff and the overall management of the regulated activity. So if you like, governance is your overall strategy for the business which encompasses the quality assurance element. Your quality assurance is part of this. This is where you're doing the audits and you're gathering the evidence about meetings, about uh, if you're a social enterprise, about care plans, if you're doing radiology, about the different scans, and are you within dosage and things like that. So it's important to remember that the CQC standards are the minimum you have to meet. They're called the fundamental standards. So you can go above and beyond them. And that's why continuous improvement is always important and having a cycle of audits to analyse and look at where improvements can be made. It's also important to seek and act on feedback from people using the service, those acting on their behalf, so their advocates, but also staff and other stakeholders, so that they can continually evaluate the service and drive improvement. If you don't see patients, if you are a provider that only does diagnostics reporting, you must still ask for feedback from those that you are providing your service to, either those who you employ or those who you contract to do the work for you. CQC are looking for providers to actively seek the views of a wide range of stakeholders. So this is also includes visiting professionals, professional bodies, any commissioners, uh, local groups that you may interact with, members of the public, etc. And you need to ask them about their experience of your service and the quality of care and treatment delivered by the service. You also have to show that you've analysed and responded to the information that's gathered, including taking action to address issues where they are raised. Many a time I've been and done quality assurance audits, and they've done the audits, they've done the analysis, but they don't have a lessons learned or a improvement or action to be taken in place and by when. So they end up not closing the loop and it's really important to close the loop so you can see where there are challenges, where you need to put controls in if you're looking at managing risk and what you need to do in terms of staff training for this as well. So it's all about using the information that you take from your audits to make improvements and demonstrate that they have been made.
The other thing to remember is that CQC can prosecute for breach of this regulation. And CQC say that they can consider that this is a failure and could prevent the provider from taking appropriate and timely action. And they can actually move directly to prosecution without even serving a warning notice. Continuous improvement is important. Learning from audits and the analysis, lessons learned are, learned are important. Looking at how you can disseminate the findings to others within the organisation is also important. How are you going to do it? Are you going to do it in staff meetings, uh, staff newsletters? CQC are also looking for how you're going to improve processes for your clients. They want to know what plans you have in place. They want to know that you've got a development plan in place for the next 12 months. They're really keen to know what your development is going to look like. Providers have to monitor progress against plans to improve the quality and safety of their services and they are expected to take appropriate action without delay where progress is not achieved as expected. You know, sometimes when you find an issue or a challenge, it may take a while to get the improvements in place. Sometimes there may be what I call uh, green fixes. They can sort them out quickly. Sometimes uh, they take a bit longer. But you have to make a note of what you've done about all these different levels of issues and challenges and what actions you're taking. As long as you've got all that noted, that's what they're looking for. They also want to make sure that if you're a provider who has to meet relevant nationally recognised guidance, for example, if you do radiology, then you have to meet the IRMA guidelines. If you're a member of the HCPC, they have standards that you should be following too. Uh, you should be making sure that you're regularly looking at this and making sure you're meeting the standards of the bodies that you are a member of. If they have standards that you can meet, you know, the GMZ, BMA, there are loads. You'll know which body is relevant to you and appropriate for your organisation. You also should be aware that quality and safety standards change over time. So you really need to make sure that you're keeping on top of any standards or improvements that are being brought in. So, you know, when we... Um, You'll always see that surgeons are doing a new technique or trying out new technique. Uh, and that's about making sure that they're keeping up continuous personal development by always enhancing the techniques to make, for example, surgery the best it can be for certain operations. So how are you going to do this? Well, one of the things to do is have a good risk management system in place. And it needs to be appropriate for the size of your company it's no use putting in a corporate risk management system when you're a small company. And managing risk is about looking at all the things that could go wrong and looking at the probability. If it's high, then you should probably put controls in place. State what those controls are and you've got to see if they're actually working. Good record keeping, as I said before, comes under governance. So it's really important that you have a record keeping policy. And that's one of the audits that you do is... You know, are the records legible? Are they accurate? And a, a good way of looking at it is, if you ever had to go to court, would you be happy for those records to be shown in public? If you're not, then they're not good enough. What you'll find is, there are always things to improve in an organisation. It may be something small, or it could be a larger project. But even in my, my business, I'm always continuously making improvements in the things I do, the policies are right, the information I impart, and it is a continuous cycle. And I'm always doing that. And it's important that you do that too. Thanks for tuning in. 
please rate and review the podcast. Do subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes.